If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Julian Sharp. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 99 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by OP Seats. Uh, OP Seats makes gaming chairs, but it's more than just gaming chairs. They are incredibly comfortable desk chairs that really feel more like a car seat than a gaming chair. Um, I got one now. Uh, They sent it to me. It's fantastic. A little tough to put together, but once you got it together, um, very, very happy with this with this chair. And if you want one like it, you can use the coupon code run jump sit. That's run jump sit for a $10 coupon off your chair. Uh, again, that's opseats.com. Uh, thank you to them for sponsoring the show. A quick reminder, this show is recorded live three times a week at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and also on Saturdays at whatever time the universe allows. Uh, Tune in at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Thank you to the chatters who have shown up. I see Vaxer is here, Kimbalina66, Aerslia is here, Kodiak Moonwolf, uh, scrolling through link 31254 we've got captain logan chris maz all the way from holland joey blaze uh, who else is here tf wagner is here red v blue is here thank you so much for showing up and supporting and just hanging out with me while i record these shows that and of course the lurkers that are watching but not typing right now um, lurkers make twitch go around so again that address is twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. Let's jump into the feedback. Uh, we're going to start with a review. This one is on the Podbean website or the Podbean app. Uh, it doesn't say the name of the person, it just shows their image, but they said this podcast is amazing and I appreciate that. So thank you very much for reviewing the show. We don't have a review on iTunes right now. Uh, but if you want to support the show, head on over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and report, report re- review the show there. Uh, let me know what you think. Five stars is preferable. Um, let's take a look at my email. I got an email. Uh, if you want to email me, you can do so at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. This one comes from James. Uh, James says, Hi, Bill. I emailed back in early September while I was still deliberating as to whether or not to buy a Switch. Soon after contacting you, I picked one up, and it may just be my favorite toy yet. That moment where I, where I stood the screen up on the coffee table, handed my wife a Joy-Con, and played split-screen Mario Kart, I was sold. Over the years, I've owned many different cars, including fast Japanese sports, clar, sports cars and exclusive German saloons. I don't know what that means. But the car I missed most in my life is a little two-seater smart car. It had the most charm, despite its many flaws, small, 
slow, terrible gearbox, and felt like it would blow over in the wind and never failed to make me smile. And that's exactly how I feel about the Switch. It's not perfect, but it oozes charm. That's funny. I haven't actually read this yet. Uh, For what it's worth, Golf Story and Stardew Valley are the absolute stars for me. Who'd have thought Nintendo's hybrid would would become the go-to place for cool indie titles? Keep up the great work. I listen to every show. Cheers, James, London. Uh, Thank you so much for emailing James. Again, if you want to email just like James did, I love the comparison that he made to the car. It's not the most powerful thing. It's a little slow, but it oozes charm. I love that. But if you want to email just like James did, uh, use the email address runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can also tweet at me at runjumpstomp. And um, you can call and leave a voicemail just like Vincent did. Let me go ahead and bring that up, and we'll listen to it. Hey, Bill. This is Vincent calling again. Last time I called in, uh, I was, we were talking about uh, genres missing, missing from the Switch. And uh, I spent the weekend playing some board games with friends, Millennium Blade, which if you haven't heard of or played, it's fantastic. All advertisement there. Um, and it's basically a card game. And I noticed that there weren't a lot of card games for the Switch. And I know Sheppy is a sheet one, and that's the only one really I saw when I was looking into it. So I just wanted to call in and get your opinion on what you think about card games for the Switch. Uh, Nintendo's got their Pokemon Trading Card Game Online program that, you know, maybe they could port over, or Konami can make a new Yu-Gi-Oh game. I know they're already invested into the Switch with Bomberman. Or even Magic Online is that. Anyway, I'm a big fan of card games. I played a lot of them during college and stuff, so I like the card game style game. Um, so, anyway, I just wanted to call and get your opinion on that and see what you think. Thanks. Thank you very much for calling in, Vincent. If you want to call in like Vincent did, you can call the voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. Card games on the Switch. Well, I think that that would work really well if... It's not where you play two players together. Um, playing, playing, uh, playing over the internet, it would really be the best way to play card games on the Switch, just like on any other console. I wouldn't want to share a screen and like, I, I don't even really know how that would work. And the Switch is so focused on local multiplayer, I, I, I'm afraid that that wouldn't happen. However, what would I like to see as far as card games on the Switch? I would love to see Hearthstone. Uh, if you've never played it, it's free to play. It's awesome. <clears throat> Pardon me. It's a really great game, and I highly recommend it. Um, you can, you can. There's been many players who have shown that you can get all the way to the top of the ladder without ever having spent any money in Hearthstone. So that's really good. You brought up Magic yourself. I've never played Magic, but I've heard that it's really good. I personally like the idea behind hearthstone a little bit better where you only have one type of mana and then finally what i think that we should do is nintendo should make a card game that works with amiibo cards i think that that would be really cool you can sit there and play a game with somebody and then you take your card and you tap it on the screen and uh, that's your hand that you can play with i think that that would be really cool and, um, you know, Amiibo don't have to be expensive if they're cards. You know, you could you could go buy a pack of cards and pick up a whole bunch of, of uh, cards for not a lot of money. You know, basically the same as a Pokemon card 
pack now. Uh, anyway, I think that card games on the Switch is a good idea, Vincent. I just don't know if that's something that's going to happen because Nintendo is pushing this whole local multiplayer so much. Um, but I definitely think Hearthstone would do well there, especially the way that they're that they are uh, with with lots of switches out in the wild now. All right, uh, the last place that you can get a hold of me if you want to is uh, join our Discord, RunJumpStomp.com/discord. We have fantastic conversations in there. Right before uh, I went live, uh, people were misbehaving a little bit, posting a bunch of memes in the. Uh, in the stories channel, uh, but that's not a big deal. I just I saw him, and then Kodiak Moonwolf was like, "Let's stop that before Run yells at us." I'm not gonna run. I'm not gonna yell, guys. Uh, it's your channel too. Okay, let's let's hit the news. I've heard kids talking about Konami video games from the Nintendo Entertainment System, like they were real. Well, it came out yesterday that Shin Megami Tensei Five is going to be a game that is exclusive for the Switch. Uh, previously Shin Megami Tensei 4 was exclusive to the 3DS, so it seems like, um, you know, this is, Atlas Games is, they've, they've always been pretty loyal to Nintendo, and, uh, Shin Megami Tensei being an exclusive for the Switch is not a big surprise. That being said, the video that, um, they showed with the, like, reveal trailer, it looks pretty cool. I've personally never played a Shin Megami Tensei game. I've looked at some video of them, and they seem to uh, revolve around your character has to fight demons, and then you have a conversation with a demon to try and get the demon to join your side or your party, almost like um, Pokemon, but then after you catch a Pokemon, you have to convince it to join you instead of just throw the ball and have it jump in. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, we've got a lot to play right now, but, you know, one more exclusive for the Switch. In fact, is, is this the first third-party exclusive for the Switch? I'm trying to think of another third-party exclusive for the Switch. I can't really think of one uh, other than maybe a couple of very small indie games. So that's that's good for Nintendo that we're, that the, that we're getting, instead of just Nintendo games as exclusives, some third-party exclusives as well. I think that's a good thing. I mean, the action in Konami's Russian attack is awesome. And those dudes in Castlevania are pretty intense. And I'll even admit that the sound of Konami games is jamming. But realistic? Give me a break. Animal Crossing is going to have a direct tonight. If you are listening to this on the 24th, then hooray for you. Make sure that you check out uh, the Animal Crossing. Actually, you know, there's a reason why you might want to wait and watch the Animal Crossing thing afterwards. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to go tonight, but I'll talk about that in a second. But this is all about the mobile game. This is for iOS and Android. And I'm really worried about what this game is going to be. This seems like the kind of game that would be perfect for a gotcha game. And if you don't know what gotcha is, it's G-A-C-H-A. And gotcha games are basically, if you've ever been to the grocery store and seen like the gumball machines where you put in a quarter and you turn the little metal knob on the front of the machine and then a toy in a little plastic bubble falls down uh, and then you get that toy out, that's gotcha. All right, that's a gotcha game. And it's actually after Gashapon, I think, is the where the gotcha game comes from, like the phrasing comes from. 
a very good example of a gotcha game that is from Nintendo is Fire Emblem Heroes. I can only I always confuse Warriors and Heroes. It's Fire Emblem Heroes for iOS and Android. And it's one of those games where you basically play the game to earn, I'll say, coins. And then you use the coins to play the gambling part of the game where you're trying to get specific heroes that are locked behind this random chance of getting them. Good news for you, you can also buy the in-game currency with real money. And gotcha games are... I, I hate gotcha games, and I'm not interested in gotcha games at all. Now, I like Animal Crossing. I had an absolute blast playing Animal Crossing New Leaf. And Animal Crossing New Leaf is a really fun game where I paid $40 and I get the whole game. That's the thing. I get the whole game. So when you play a game like these mobile games where you don't get the whole game, it's just not as fun. And one of the issues for me is Nintendo made this big... Um, this big deal about how they were pushing Mario and saying Mario is going you know Shigeru Miyamoto got up on stage at an Apple press conference no less and he said we don't like it when you get nickel and dimed by a game basically so we're going to make the Mario Super Mario run uh one price and you get everything and they did that and uh, they got a lot of pushback. They got a lot of flack. They got a lot of bad reviews on a very good game because people didn't like the idea that they had to pay for the game outright. You had to pay $10 for this game. And then the next game to come out was Fire Emblem Heroes. And Fire Emblem Heroes, and, and I don't think for a minute that I think that they changed <clears throat> what they were going to do with Fire Emblem Heroes because of what happened with Mario. I think that they always had this... Uh, plan all along uh, but Fire Emblem Heroes came out and it was a gacha game which are extremely popular games in Japan and it may it almost makes me feel like Nintendo was being a little disingenuous when they said that they like the monetization model where you pay it up front once and you get the whole game uh, because then when you come along with Fire Emblem Heroes right after the words it just like I said it seems disingenuous and Animal Crossing Mobile Direct is at tonight, 11 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. You know, you can convert it to your time zone uh, on your own. And this all boils down. It's a 15-minute Direct, and it this all boils down to what kind of game are we going to get. Is this going to be a game where you pay the money and then you have the whole game? That would be awesome. Is it going to be a gotcha game, which would be terrible? Or is it going to be a game where, okay, you can play the game for free and, you know, maybe you want to build, you know, increase the size of your house or something, then you have the option to pay money to make that happen faster, but you can still do it without any, like, if you've ever played an Animal Crossing game, let me explain my my thoughts. So let's say that... um I decide to build a park in Animal Crossing and I say, all right, build it. And I hit the button and it takes three days to build. And I could rush that build so that it's done a couple days faster. That kind of microtransaction is fine with me. But the kind of microtransaction where you're paying real money and you're not guaranteed to get the thing that you want, I don't like that because that's gambling. 
And Animal Crossing games are very often aimed at kids. They're fun for people of all ages, I think, but they're aimed at kids. So the idea that that this could be a gambling game aimed at kids, I think is a really risky move for Nintendo. And I really hope that they do the right thing and they don't do that. And they just use, uh, you know, let, let people either buy the whole game or just pay to speed things along. Those are the only two things that I think are okay. And I am very fearful that that's not we're going to get, not what we're going to get for Animal Crossing Mobile. But you know what? We'll find out tonight at, again, 11 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Konami video games so real, they'll blow you away. Well, you know what I didn't expect is this morning to wake up and see on Twitter that GameCube was trending. And I was like, oh my God, what has been announced? I was very, very excited. Well, here's what happened. Uh, The Switch 4.0.0 firmware update has... Maybe accidentally, maybe inadvertently, maybe on purpose. We don't know yet. uh, Brought in together uh, compatibility with the GameCube adapter that was made for the Wii U. Uh, So for those of you who don't know, GameCube controllers are very, very popular, especially with uh, uh, competitive Smash players. And so when Smash Wii U came out, Nintendo brought out a an adapter it had two usb cords which you could plug into your uh, wii u and then use those uh, gamecube uh, controllers uh, up to four of them on smash for wii u which is really cool i'm not a competitive player so i don't really care about the gamecube controller being used for smash but it's cool nonetheless now we go back in time a little bit back in june um during, I think it might have been the first big update to the Wii U, or not the Wii U, the Switch's firmware, and the Mayflash GameCube uh, adapter worked, but it would only work with one controller. Well, this is now supporting the original, or not original, but the official, excuse me, the official controller adapter from Nintendo. I don't, we don't know if it's on purpose, and what does it mean? Now, everybody's out there saying, this means that Smash is coming. Uh, this means that GameCube Virtual Console is coming. Nobody knows if Nintendo did this on purpose, or if this is just a leftover from them adding USB support for headphones. We really have no idea. That being said, I hope that this is all about GameCube Virtual Console. I, I Like I said before, I'm not a competitive Smash player, so I really don't care about um, GameCube controllers for Smash for the Wii U. Now, I keep saying Wii U because it's on the screen uh, for the Switch, but I really do c- c- care about um, playing Virtual Console titles from uh, the GameCube era. I would love to play Super Mario Sunshine again. Uh, I would love to play a lot of games that were on the GameCube that I had a lot of fun with that I don't have access to anymore because I got rid of my GameCube. I know there's collectors out there that are like, why would you do such a thing? Well, you know, when I wanted to get the the Wii, I had to trade in in order to get the money for it, you know? Remember how I told you that the adapter has two cords on it? Well, one of them is a black cord and one of them is a white cord. 
And if you want to use the WaveBird, which is a cordless GameCube controller, you, you have to use both controls or both USB cords. However, if you just use the black cords, you can have two adapters plugged into your Switch and therefore have up to eight players on GameCube controllers, which is really cool. I think that's fantastic. And that would be perfect for a game like Smash for the Wii U, which I think had up to eight players. So Smash on the Switch, I'm sure, will support up to eight players. And the Switch supports eight controllers. So that would make perfect sense for that to work. Now, I've got some bad news for you. These things are really hard to find. When when Smash came out on the Wii U, it was really hard to find one of these things. And people were looking all over for them. Right now, I think they're like $40 on Amazon. So I would personally wait. I would not run out and buy one. If you want to buy one, uh, by all means do so. But just you know, head to my Twitter account. And I tweeted a link, which will give me credit for the sale. But I would personally say don't buy one of these yet. Because if Nintendo is updating um, these, uh, or I'm updating the firmware to support these, then my guess is that they're going to bring out a Switch branded one later on. And that's really good. Uh, Captain Logan in chat says the support doesn't cover analog shoulder buttons though. Uh, and you know, this is still a work in progress. So maybe we'll get uh, support for analog shoulder buttons down the line. We really don't know. Um, Kodiak Moonwolf says, give me Super Mario Sunshine and throws money at Nintendo. They're not going to pick it up. Just go get your money again. All right. Uh, Blaze8814 says Eternal Darkness is a game that they're looking forward to, so that's awesome. Uh, I've never actually played Eternal Darkness, but a lot of people say it's fantastic. Uh, anyway, uh, just to recap, uh, you can use two of these on one system. Supports up to eight players. Does not support the analog shoulder button, uh, which I still don't understand why Nintendo did not include analog shoulder uh, or analog triggers on the Switch. Kind of dr- uh, drives me crazy. And if you want to buy one of these, they're like $40 on Amazon. They were originally $15. If you wait a little bit, my guess is that Nintendo will bring out Switch branded ones that will cost $15. And hopefully they've got the um, the, the the manufacturing sorted out so they can get enough of these into stores. Let's talk about a game that I played. The challenge is ice hockey. The power is Nintendo. It's as slick as ice, as fast as fury. Throw in your shoulder, dig in your blade, blast it in, or be blown away. Ice hockey, now you're playing with power. So since the last time that I recorded, I played a game called Elliot Quest. And if you don't know what Elliot Quest is, it's a really cool combination of some retro games uh, I, I really got the feel of Ghosts and Goblins mixed with Zelda 2, mixed with Kid Icarus. And I have to say that I, I love the way that, uh, the way that this game is presented. I really like the art direction. I think that the art direction is top notch. I love the pixely look to it, the somewhere between eight and 16 bit look, that kind of thing is always appeals to me as somebody who grew up in that era of games. Um, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the broken. The, the good, like I said, the art direction's fantastic. 
Uh, the music is very, very Zelda sounding, and I love it. I really like the way that the music sounded in the game. It felt like I was playing a Zelda game. It felt like I was playing a mod- more modern version of Zelda 2 uh, with little sprinkling of other games in there. Uh, I like the way that you can build your character the way that you want. Your character has stats like strength and agility and vitality. And as you level up, uh, so you get experience from fighting and doing things in the game. As you level up, you um, get points to put into these different things. And maybe you'll put a point into vitality and that'll give uh, hearts that you pick up the possibility of being worth double instead of worth worth one or you can put points into agility and it'll allow you to uh, shoot faster or uh, put points into strength. It'll allow your shots, you're, you're a bow and arrow kind of dude, and it'll allow your shots to travel farther. But if you put enough points into into the strength column, then your shots won't drop off anymore. So instead of your shot having like an arc to it, it'll go in a straight line, which is really cool. I like the way that you can spend uh, build your character uh, the way you that you want. Uh, you can also spend money on various items. So as you play the game, you earn gold, and then you can go to a shop and you can buy uh, gold, or not buy gold, you can buy items with that gold. And the items are useful items, like maybe a potion to heal yourself or a potion to, to heal your mana. Uh, you can also buy things like a candle, which you can use to light torches in the caves or dungeons that you're going through uh, so that you can see a little bit better but you know as you're moving the torch will slowly burn out and you won't be able to see as far i really like that you also uh, can steal boss powers like in a mega man game so i ended up fighting uh, this tornado guy and i got to steal his tornado power which was really cool and useful for going back through areas that you'd already been through um, be able to traverse uh, terrain that you hadn't been able to, traver- to traverse before. I feel like the level design had very good variation in it, and I, overall, I really enjoyed the game. Um, the bad, I hate the overworld map. It feels like I'm just randomly searching around for exclamation points. Like, I just move my cursor around. It's funny, like, they have roads on on the game, but you don't have to follow the roads. In fact, there's this one area in the very beginning of the game where uh, you've got like uh, like a cliff drop off on the overworld map, and you can just walk right over that cliff drop off, both down and up, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, you also move around, and then once once you move your character to the right spot, and it feels totally random. Um, once you move your character to the right spot, a little exclamation point will show up over his head and you can go into that area and search it out. I would really like it if those places were marked on the overworld map. It would make it a lot better. And I would like it if I was restricted to where I could go, uh, based on like these roads or not being able to just dive off a cliff. It didn't make any sense for me to do that. Um, the text is very, very slow. Um, I was streaming it when I was playing at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And, I, you know, I would stop to read chat and I'd go back and the text would be gone. And so then I would make sure that I'd pay attention to the text when it comes up on the screen. And when, once I'm done reading it, I would still have to wait like three or four seconds in order for it to go away. There, what I would prefer that the, that the developer do 
is make it so the text just stays on screen as long as I need it to by letting me hit a button to get rid of it. Don't ever make it go away without me hitting a button and don't make me look at it without letting me hit a button to get rid of it. One of those two things would be fantastic and a great addition to the game. Uh, I really hated how slow the text was. It was it was almost infuriating. Um, some of the items that you buy, like the candle, they don't tell you what they do. I mean, it's pretty obvious what a candle does, but another item that I could buy, it was like 200 gold, was a feather. And I had no idea what the feather does. I'm not going to tell you, all right? So figure that out on your own. I'm not going to spoil everything. Um, but it didn't tell me what the feather did, so I bought it, and then I was almost immediately disappointed as to what it did. It, don't spend money on the feather unless you find a reason to need it because I didn't really find a reason to need the feather. Um, let's see, what is broken? The broken thing in the game is my progress. I am totally stumped. I have no clue where to go next. When I was playing this, I was streaming it. No one in my chat had an idea as to where I could go next. I went everywhere that they tried to suggest and tried to go to these places. And every single time, I just came up with nothing, and I hate the idea that I would have to go and look up what to do next. So, you know, maybe your mileage will vary, but it frustrated me enough that I stopped playing and switched what I was streaming, and I never do that. I always stream the same thing all the way up until the end of uh, the stream, and it drove me bananas enough that I was like, no, I'm done with this stream. I'm going to play something else. Uh, so anyway, overall, would I recommend Elliot Quest? I would say, yeah, it's a pretty good game. It's not a must buy by any means, but it's really good. I liked it a lot. So that's my recommendation. Check out Elliot Quest. I, you know, I don't know how much it is on Switch. Let me check real quick. Well, on my Switch, it doesn't say how much it is because I already own the game. Uh, but Link31254 in chat says it's uh, $10. Uh, he says he thinks it's $10. So I think for $10, it's a pretty good investment. It's not a must-buy, but it's pretty good. And um, I had fun with it. And I really liked the way that the game overall played. I just got stuck, and I couldn't get past it. All right, let's go to the lightning round. Power glove. Everything else is child's play. For those of you not familiar with the show, in the lightning round, we go a lot faster than on the other stuff. So I'm going to get through these real quick. Number one, Toys R Us. Uh, there's rumors that it is restocking the Super Nintendo Classic on Friday. So if you don't have one and you have Friday off, I suggest that you go wait outside if you want to get one because that's awesome. And... The SNES Classic is really good. I was playing, what game was I playing the other night? I was playing Final Fantasy III the other night, uh, and I had a lot of fun with it. That's a great game. And, you know, I think the next game that I play is going to be Metro, Super Metroid because I had trouble deciding between those two games. I suggest you head on over to Toys R Us on Friday and see if you can pick one up. But if you can't, it's probably going to be okay because if they're getting restocks, my guess is other people are getting restocks as well. All right. Nintendo has a games on sale section in the eShop. Right now, the games on sale are Axiom Verge for $17.99. Even if I don't look at anything else in there, Axiom Verge is a steal at twice the price. That game is fantastic, and I love it, and I'm going to get it for the Switch eventually, but not yet because I already own a copy of it on, on Steam. Uh, Tumblestone, 
which I think is actually a card game, isn't it? I'm not sure. Uh, Tumblestone is $11.99. Uh, Astro Bears, we just talked about the price of that, was $3.99, which if you haven't... Oh, well, uh, I probably only did that with the li- the people who are watching live. Uh, Astro Bears is on sale for $3.99. That game is really fun if you've got people to play with. If you play games mostly solo, don't pick up Astro Bears. Uh, Butcher is 20% off at 8 bucks. Thimbleweed Park, I can't see how much it is because I already own it. Uh, Leech Spear is 8 bucks. Phantom Trigger is also on sale. I can't tell you how much it is because I already own it. Um, Vaccine, which I have not heard of, is $7. Cave Story is 27 I think that's too much. You can get it much cheaper elsewhere. Uh, Graceful Explosion Machine, I own it, so I can't tell you how much that costs. Snake Pass is $9.99. I've heard very good things about that. Shovel Knight's on sale uh, as well for, if you want to just get the original, then it's 8 bucks. But if you want to get Treasure Trove, it's more. And I can't see how much because I have Treasure Trove and it won't show me the price. That's something that always drives me crazy is when you have bought something, Show me how much it costs now. Because sometimes I'm talking to somebody about an app or on my phone or a game on the Switch. And they're like, oh, how much is it? And I'm like, you know what? I don't know because I can't look it up and tell you how much it is. I mean, most of the time games are $60. But when you're talking about all these different indie games... It's it's tough to tell once you've bought a game how much you paid for it because it could have been a $5 game. It could have been a $20 game. And I just wish that Nintendo would let me see how much it is. All right. Uh, last story in the lightning round is that tonight, if you're listening to this on the 24th, uh, tonight I am going to be on Nintendo PowerCast. That's going to be over at twitch.tv slash n64josh. I will host it on my channel at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. I'm going to be joined by people from the Nintendo Pulse podcast, the Nintendo Dads podcast, Hello Nintendo podcast, as well as N64 Josh from the Nintendo Powercast. He's hosting it. And we're going to be talking about the history of 3D Mario games. Now, that's going to be tonight at 11 p.m. on the October 24th which is exactly the same time that Animal Crossing is doing their big thing. We kind of planned this uh, before that, and then Animal Crossing is stepping on our thunder, which, you know, shaking my fist at them. Um, I don't know. If I Like, I haven't had a chance to talk to the others about whether or not we're going to delay uh, recording for the Animal Crossing thing. If we do, then we do, and if we don't, then we don't. Um, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about with the history of... Um, of 3D Mario games. And if you show up live and you watch live, you could win a copy of Mario Odyssey. Uh, courtesy, courteous, courtesy, courtesy, <laughs> I can't talk, courtesy of Josh from Nintendo PowerCast. So again, that's tonight, October 24th, 11 p.m. Uh, go to twitch.tv slash n64josh and you're going to see a bunch of different podcasters all about Nintendo stuff, talking about Mario and the history of our favorite Mario franchises. You know, we're going to be talking about Super Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, Mario Galaxy 2. So the 3D Mario games, those are the big, going to be the big focus. 
All right, last but before we go is the coming soon. This is where I tell you what's coming out before the next episode. So October 24th, Etrian Odyssey 5 Beyond the Myth DLC 2 is coming to the 3DS. Uh, Knights of Azure 2 Bride of the Moon is coming to the Switch. Uh, the Switch eShop is getting The Mummy Demastered, This is the Police, Night Terrors, Zombie Gold Rush, and coming to the Wii, the Wii U, and the Switch, that's right, the Wii, the Wii U, and the Switch is Just Dance 2018. On October 26th, uh, 3DS eShop is getting Workle Worlds, which is a weird name, and the Switch is getting a new Neo Geo game, uh, Mutation Nation. Okay, my goodness, that was that's a lot of games coming out in the next two days, but nobody's going to be playing them because Mario is coming out on the 27th. It is, I am so excited for Mario. If you guys did not know, I don't know how this happened, but uh, Thursday is the next time that I will record that. That's on the that's on the 26th. Okay, just let me make sure. Yes, the next time that I record this show is on the 26th, and that is the day before. The Mario game comes out, and that will be episode 100 for Switchcraft. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so what am I going to be doing? I'm going to be streaming Mario on Friday. Now I have to go out of town for work on Saturday. Curses work, uh, but I'm definitely going to be streaming Mario on Friday, 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash RunJumpStomp. I'll be streaming Mario. Uh, so make sure that you come on by. Uh, tell me what you think of Mario on, you know, pop into the live chat and tell me what you think of Mario. All right, let's wrap the show up. It's Donkey Kong, the arcade sensation. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening with me today. That is all the time that we have. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, let me know. Uh, if you're looking for ways to support the show, you can do so by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com support. There you will find... Uh, very easy and free way to support. If you buy things on Amazon, use my Amazon affiliate link and the Amazon affiliate link will give me some money and it doesn't cost you anything extra. And you're looking for other ways that are free to support the show. You can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can just share the show with a friend. You can tweet out the show. Whatever it is that you want to do to support the show, that would be awesome. There's also ways that you can support the show monetarily via the Patreon or uh, the Etsy shop where you can pick up uh, geek-related fabric goodness that my wife makes. Uh, she makes Nintendo Switch dock socks, uh, like Splatoon-themed, uh, Donkey Kong stuff, Mario characters-themed. Check that out at Etsy.com slash shop slash runjumpstomp. Of course, all those links are available at runjumpstomp.com slash support. Real quick, uh, Link31254 is asking, RJS, did I Amazon Mario? I did Amazon Mario, so here's the thing. On Friday, if it doesn't show up on time, I'm going to be mad at Amazon, and it will be the last time that I pre-order a game from Amazon. So we'll see what happens with Mario. If if that's the case, I'm not sure what I'll do. I may just buy it on the eShop and return it to Amazon, but I probably won't do that because I share my games with my son and he's got his own switch and then I couldn't share it with him. And then I have to buy the dang thing twice. So, um, if it doesn't show up on time, I've had pretty good luck with the exception of Zelda. Zelda was the only game that I didn't get on time that I think I 
could be wrong. I think there might have been one more time. Uh, but yeah, Amazon and Nintendo, they, they, they have some kind of weird thing going on where they're not getting things on time. And then, you know, Amazon did their nonsense with the treasure trucks, which I've complained about already. All right. Anyway, let's let's finish wrapping it up. Intro music, outro music. Intro music is by Noteblock. Check out their their YouTube channel. Uh, outro music is by Tom Winter. Check out his YouTube channel. Uh, I'm out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to everyone in chat for hanging out with me while I record the show. You guys, it just wouldn't be the same without you. I'm out of here, and I'll see you on Thursday for episode 100 on Mario Eve. Bye-bye. Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audio books and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show. Thank you.